1: The Believe Podcast Network presents
0: the FCS Football Podcast.
1: With Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a Soothsayer. Welcome back to the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. I am your host. Joe DeLeon. It is just going to be me today for this episode of the Believe in FCS football podcast because all we are doing today is talking about specialists, the best specialist kickers, punters, long snappers at the FCS level. And to do that, I brought on a wonderful guest, a person that I've worked with in the past, someone I consider to be a mentor and a coach, that being Kyle Stelter, who owns Special Teams U. You. You'll get to hear that interview. I'm going to just give a few guys that I am very interested in that are not long snappers, talking about the kickers and punters. You're probably wondering, what's with this random episode? Tried to get it out a few weeks ago, but because of some conflicting schedules with a completely different guest that I said I was going to get on, was not able to get him on and, and work that out. Um, but I didn't want it, that to take away from any of the content. I didn't want to take away from mentioning at least the the specialists in some way, form, or fashion, so we ended up doing this show on a Monday, uh, just three shows this week, so it's an extra added bonus of episodes. The three guys, I'm going to pitch three guys each for kickers and punters, three guys that I'm paying attention to, guys that were statistically tremendous last season that are coming into their final years at the FCS level. For the kickers, the guys that stand the most out to me are Ethan Radke from JMU, who last season was 27 for 34, one of the top guys in terms of field goal percentage as well as field goals made last season. He obviously had more games going for him, but still very, very consistent as a kicker. I'm also looking at Luis Aguilar from NAU, 22 for 25. He was very far up there, close with Radke. I believe he was past Radke in terms of field goal percentage. Another guy that is very consistent and one of two players specialists from NAU that could have uh, prospects at playing at the next level. And then also, I'm very intrigued by Noel Ruiz from NCAA and T23 for 27. So the third guy that has not only a very consistent Field goal percentage over 80, but also completing and knocking through over 20 field goals. So, those three guys were guys that I'm paying very close attention to, guys that I know their head coaches will rely on them in very important situations, and they know that they can get them the job done. Now, talking about punters, though, I have three other guys who kicked the skin off the football last year had tremendous seasons and are also all three of these guys are considered to be on the radar for NFL draft prospects, not just as FCS guys, but in general because of their production. Specialist is one of the few positions where you can be very productive at a small school level and still get a lot of notoriety because your competition level, who you're facing, doesn't really impact what you do. It's one of the few positions that is strictly statistically based it's all if you can hit a, a 55 yard punt with four or five hang you can do that at any level more often than not so the three guys that I'm a big fan of Chris Fadul from Florida AM he averaged 46 that is the best out of any returning punter in the country after him. Derek Arnson from NAU, the, that second NAU guy, Northern Arizona guy, he was just behind Fadul, 45-80. And then lastly, someone who I got to talk to on the uh, FCS uh, spotlight panel with NFL Draft Bible, that is Matt McRobert, the Australian, from Sam Houston State. forty-four, thirty was his average last season. And frankly, what really helps out, and I know it sounds like an odd thing, but for some reason – a lot of NFL coaches and special teams coordinators are just drawn to Australian guys. There's some coaches that straight up won't recruit people unless they're Australian. So, uh, he, McR- McRobert has that going for him, even though it's such an odd thing. For some reason, whatever, Australians do have a, a higher success rate when it comes to being really good punters. But those are six guys that are specialists that I'm paying attention to next year because of what they did statistically last year. And now we're going to hear from Kyle Stelter on who he's paying attention to as snappers as well as talking about some other interesting topics for being a good snapper at the FCS level and making it to the NFL. Now I'm bringing on owner of Special Teams U, the top source for special teams, long-snapping training in the country, Kyle Stelter. I have worked with him in the past, amazing coach. And, Kyle, this past offseason was an incredibly odd one in terms of undrafted free agent signings, especially for specialists, which seems to be the biggest group where these guys go. Not a lot of them get drafted there were only, I think, five that actually ended up on rosters. Not even really any FCS guys that were given opportunities to participate. Uh, in there weren't even rookie mini camps, which I think all, held a bunch of guys back. W- with all that going on, how much do you think that's going to impact this group of twenty twenty snappers going forward?
0: You know, what? I think it impacts a lot of guys uh, greatly, just because. So many snappers coming out of college. You know they want to give it a shot, so they they plan on giving it a one year trial. If nothing happens, you know they have things come up. You know life comes up, careers come. Life needs to move on. Um, I know the guys that are going to keep pursuing it. You know they're taking a big hit too, even though they're going to keep trying to pursue that next level. Um, mini camps are a big deal. You know if you get an invite to a mini camp you just had an opportunity to expose yourself to uh, NFL coaches and get your name out there a little bit more, hopefully get some film and get some experience. You know, it's like any other uh, career field. If you don't have experience, it's hard to get a job. And if you can't, you know, if you can't get that experience um, you know, it's hard to lead up into that. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. You need experience, but you can't get experience. Um, So I think a lot of guys, you know, are, are all in the same boat. They're kind of just waiting around for something to happen, but no, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen next.
1: So for any position, it's a little bit different, but for specialists, uh, specialists, it's a, it's a lot different process for getting exposure. Can you kind of talk about how that exposure uh, is, is kind of done and, and what specialists do in order to get in front of scouts during this process?
0: Yeah, so I mean, as far as like draft eligible long snappers go, um, a lot of the exposure comes from how they play during the season. Um, with that being said, you know, scouts are watching. You know, they're making notes, they're making the reports, uh, and bringing it back to teams. A lot of times, being um, selected for a senior game is a big deal because it just gives you another opportunity to expose yourself and kind of separates you from the pack. You know, not everybody gets those invites. There's only three big um senior games and if you're not a part of those then you know it's not the end of the world but you know those guys that are in them do get an extra edge of exposure um there's events out there as well for for guys to get their names out as well i'm a part of the the houston pro camp which allows guys to get in front of uh myself and and um and coach mitch palmer who's another former nfl snapper and Get their name out there by performing well and you know we are able to pass along information to the nfl as well uh which is very helpful uh, as well so uh, there's there's multiple avenues as far as getting exposure um and it really comes down to um skill level and just what the teams think of you and everybody has their own opinion and, and forms their own opinions of what they think a snapper needs to look like and, and snap like and it's different from team to team
1: so Kyle has has worked with and trained with a, a number of FCS guys that have gone on to opportunities at the next level, most notably Danny Dillon from Campbell and Chris Wilkerson from Stephen F. Austin. When, when you're evaluating players and, and long snappers for the next level, what, what are some of the traits that you really look for in a guy that you know could be successful?
0: Yes. So basically what I'm looking for is – Um, size, athleticism and snapping ability. I mean, it kind of all boils down to those couple things. Um, I know that if a guy is a good enough athlete, he can learn how to block. If, uh, if they have the snapping ability, you know, that's really going to help. A lot of teams are looking for guys that can throw a really good ball and a consistent ball every single time. Um, and you know, I think the biggest thing that separates guys is the athleticism piece because not every long snapper is an athlete. Um, so if you can have a little bit of both, if you're a good long snapper and a good athlete, you know that I think that really separates you from the pack because I think most snappers, and including myself, when I when I was snapping, I was not an athlete. I was a snapper because I couldn't play another position. So with that being said, you know it, it really makes a big difference to teams who have seen guys like Luke Rhodes um, be able to transition from linebacker to long snapper, and they're like, hey, I think we we should be able to get a guy like that too. So it's making it even tougher for guys who may be really good snappers to break into the NFL if they're not an athlete as well.
1: Uh, kind of speaking on your point about how uh, you know snappers, to an extent, they, they go a little bit unnoticed. You, you don't really notice a good snapper on the field. You, you, that stuff doesn't really stick out to you as a fan when you're watching a game because it seems so second nature for these guys and, and what they're able to do how would you describe the way that they impact and contribute to a team what what does if you have a really good snapper in college football what does that mean for your special teams operation and your team as a whole
0: you know as far as this the snapper comes it, going unnoticed is the biggest thing and that's absolutely something that I've tried to brand you know special teams you as you know I want my snappers to go unnoticed because what that means is they're doing their job they're helping their team they're, they're creating their, you know, they're helping their kicker become an All-American by scoring a ton of points and, all, and never delivering a bad snap. They're helping their punter because they're never screwing with him and, and making sure that he never shanks a punt because of a bad snap. You know, they're, they're out there doing their job quietly. And I think if you have a snapper that can do that, it doesn't matter if he's, you know, throwing super fast balls or if they're a little bit slower, if he's super consistent and you don't ever notice him on the field you have a good long snapper.
1: A little bit different from the question I asked you earlier about what you look for for guys to make it to the next level. It's not the same level of attributes for some of these top-level college guys. Some of it is obviously similar. But uh, if folks don't know this that are tuning in, you provide input for Hero Sports and their list of All-American snappers. When you're working on this list and, and coming up with the fcs guys that you think are the best in the country what makes those specific guys stand out at the college level for being the best uh in the united states
0: yeah you know with with that you know it's it's fairly similar to the nfl um qualifications that i look for as far as you know i want to see a guy that can throw a a fast ball i want to see them be consistent i want to see them uh, be able to cover well because I know a lot of teams don't block so blocking is kind of out the window you know you don't really need to see that so what I look for is um, I want a guy that has good size that they can cover well that they can snap a consistent ball so I think athleticism plays a big role in there as well and I think if you look at the hero sports um, all Americans from this this past announcement there a, a lot of those guys are really good athletes and and they can not only snap, but they can play football as well. And I think that becomes a priority, you know, instead of just being able to get the ball back there, can you be a well-rounded uh, football player as well?
1: Continuing on with the, the discussion of the All-American guys, specifically this year, what what are some of the guys at the FCS level that you're watching out for that you think are going to have really good years?
0: So I, uh, I've got a handful of guys that I work with, and then there's there's always guys I don't work with that I, I've noticed and, and they're doing a good job as well. Um, the guys that are at the top of my list right now uh, would be Colt Menges from Alcorn State. Uh, I think he's probably one of the biggest, most athletic long snappers out here in this class. Um, Brady Sorensen from South Dakota State's a solid uh, athlete, long snapper as well. Um, Luke Barnes is somebody that I just recently – uh, discovered and is, is snapping very very well um, from Alabama State. I think he is he has really really good form, and I think he's going to be able to stand out to um, not only to like All American selections, but also to um, NFL scouts for you know this upcoming uh, draft season. So those would probably be like some of my top three for sure.
1: Last question I got for you, Kyle, is besides those three players that you mentioned, all three of them very, very talented, are there any underclassmen guys or maybe some juniors that uh, you really have an eye for that you think are, are very, very good guys that maybe aren't being talked about?
0: Uh, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, these these two guys that I've worked with are a junior and a sophomore. Um, they've been recognized by Hero Sports. Uh, but Robert Soderholm from VMI just got put on scholarship uh, this week and very well-deserved. He's a very good athlete, very hardworking, long snapper, uh, and Luke Wallace from Lamar, I think are two very impressive long snappers, um, especially for their age. You know, I think if you look across the FCS level, there's, there's always really good long snappers. Um, and I think a lot of times it comes from, you know, they're not FBS snappers and maybe they feel like they have to work harder to become noticed. But, you know, I think that's, you know, having that chip on their shoulder, and pushing themselves to that next level are, are definitely some things that, you know, really make them stand out.
1: All right, Kyle, that's all I had for you. Uh, thanks for taking the time to hop on the show and talk with me. Uh, do you mind sharing where people can find you on social media and also maybe your website?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if anybody wants to look up a little bit more about Special Teams U, they can go to specialteamsu.com to look at the website. And if uh, they're on social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook or Twitter, it's at Special Teams U so awesome I, I really appreciate you having me on as well
1: hey it was awesome getting to talk with you and uh, you know as an obvious former long snapper I, <laughs> I enjoy getting to have a conversation about just long snapping um, hopefully we get to have you on again soon maybe at the end of the season when we're we're talking about the top guys in the, in the country for uh, entering the NFL at the snapper position but thanks again Kyle I uh, hope to have you on again soon absolutely thanks a lot Thank you, folks, for tuning into this episode of the Believe in FCS football podcast. Be sure to go follow us on social media. You can follow me at Joe DeLeon, and you can follow Sean at Sanderson Radio. Also, be sure to go follow Believe Podcasts at BLEAV Podcasts and head to their website, believe.com. Tomorrow's episode, after this one-off show, we are going to start talking about the running backs.